Welcome to episode 23 of the New York City K-Pop Queens. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm Charity. We have a loaded show for you tonight. I feel like we say that all the time, but it really (laughs) is. Like super highly anticipated twice comeback dropped this week. Tomorrow together, T by T, TXT, however you want to say it. They had a comeback this week we're going to review Stray Kids' Japanese album dropped. A tease, Port of Call, second anniversary concert was last weekend. Of course, we watched it. We'll share our thoughts. DMZ concert was last weekend. We've got highlights from that. Our boy Super M performed on James Corden. Plus, we've got reality shows, Mtopia and Waysvision. And Charity, it's Halloween weekend. So you know we're going to do a Halloween segment. <laughs> Uh, We've got a fun Halloween segment towards the end of the show. Please stick around and listen to it. I promise you it'll be worth it. And of course, we have news, a quiz, poll results. Charity, how are you doing tonight? I am good, considering. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for everyone listening, this is going to drop on Friday. If you were wondering where it was, the podcast is a day late this week. We had technical difficulties and we stayed up on Wednesday night till 3 a.m. <laughs> trying to get our streams uh, edited and working. And there was just some stuff with the software that wasn't cooperating. So this is take two of this episode. We're trying to get it out to you as fast as possible. Apologies. It's a day late, but I promise you it'll be worth it. And next week we'll be back to our normal schedule. Knock on wood. <laughs> It's the Halloween juge. It, it is. There's, there's, there was a curse out there this week for us. It's like everything that could go wrong on both sides did. It was. It's just been an insane week. I wonder if Mercury is in retrograde, maybe. Oh, well, you <laughs> know it, it feels is. like. It, it's Scorpio season. Uh, there is a lot going on. <laughs> but there's a lot going on in K-pop that we're so psyched to talk about. Let's get into poll results from last week. Yes. So we always ask, we kind of have things that come up organically in conversation and we ask our community to weigh in. We ask you guys to weigh in on Twitter. Please follow us on Twitter if you're not following us. NYC, K-pop queens, vote in these polls. It's really helpful to us to kind of know what you guys think. It's interesting and fun. So last week we did three polls. There was some controversy with the Mamamoo Dinga video, and Charity and I thought it looked a lot like BTS, Boy With Love, and Dynamite. The visuals were really, really similar to the point that it just didn't feel original. So we asked all of you if you kind of agreed with us, if you saw it, or if you didn't think they looked similar, and uh, 58% said no. The videos don't look alike. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's that thing of like when you really like your group and you don't want to look at anything in what you perceive as a negative light. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think the fandoms are loyal and a lot a lot of people from the fandom voted, but we appreciate you voting. The next question was 17. We reviewed 17 last week. We talked about Home Run had a really heavy big band swing influence. And it turns out that's not really our bag. Charity and I didn't love that because it's not our type of music. And we were wondering if you all agree that you like big band or swinging K-pop or you were kind of on our our end saying, no, I don't want to hear it. And 60% agreed with Charity and I. No, 
No to big band and swinging K-pop. So that's interesting. And then like a really fun poll that we read. As you know, we call you our listeners, our community. And organically, something came up last week where Charity called you the queendom because we're the New York City K-pop queens. So we asked you if you liked that name, if you wanted to be called something else, or if you wanted us to continue to refer to you as the community. 86% charity said queendom. So yes. Welcome to the queendom, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the queendom. We love our queendom. Thank you for listening. <laughs> the queendom has spoken. That's your name. We appreciate you all voting so much in those polls. Again, follow us on Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. I'm sure we'll have stuff come up tonight that we want your opinion on. But before we move forward, really quickly, shout out to our queendom. Shout out to everyone out there listening. We see you listening. Salem, Oregon, Gainesville, Florida, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Manitoba, Canada, Clichy, France. Special shout out to David in Kansas City and Mary Frances in Maryland. Congratulations on your wedding. Sending you lots of love. Congratulations. And thank you all so much for listening. Charity, we've got we've got a move. We have so much to talk about tonight. Let's get to this twice comeback. The ladies of twice released a full-length album. I think it's 13 songs. Eyes Wide Open is the name of the album. The first music video and single is I Can't Stop Me. Thoughts. Charity, give me your thoughts on this song and this video. Um obsessed i (laughs) love this video i love the song i love the album which we'll talk about in a minute but can i just say that nyan is such a queen i love that she opened the song i love that she sent her i love her voice i thought they all looked amazing in the video your girl sana looked very ethereal in one of her gowns i was like what yes sana she's a visual for a reason she's gorgeous But yeah. the song is so, so good and catchy. And I, I love this new kind of, I don't know if it's an era in K-pop or a genre or what we call it, but I feel like synth pop has kind of come in with the bang. A lot of groups that we've talked about lately have mm-hmm. this kind of sound and I am here for it. I love it so much. And this song yeah. was all the synth pop. Oh my God. <laughs> it was the best. It- no, it really is. There's like this um, resurgence of 80s synthesizer yes. pop music. And I agree. I love it. We've talked about it. You're right. We've talked about it a lot recently mm-hmm. with album reviews. We're hearing it a lot. You still hear the EDM influence. They have a few songs on here that have kind of some strong EDM influence. But I agree. I think that trend is leaving K-pop and this synthesizer synth pop 80s is coming in. Yeah. And oh, I'm here for it. I love the sound. It's, I love it. It's one of my favorites. Yes. Just fun, happy, kind of, you know, driving beat, Mm -hmm. like, let's go. I agree with you. I love the song. I, the video, the song, it's a, to me, it's a step up for twice. And we'll Mm -hmm. talk about the rest of the album, but I really feel like they've evolved. And this is my favorite thing they've probably put out the whole album and the music video. They look great. Every time your girl starts a song, she's such a strong vocalist and she's really compelling to look at. Mm -hmm. I mean, she looks phenomenal right now in this comeback. It was just a really well done video. I will say I 
especially liked Chewy. Mm-hmm. I thought she looked so beautiful in this. And there's a few parts where she's kind of center and dancing and she's still focused for me. My, my bias hasn't changed, but she really stole focus. And I thought the leader, Jiho, I thought she was fantastic in this as well. The red hair is really striking. I loved their evening gowns. Like that to me was my favorite. I've got to be honest. Don't hate it. This isn't going to be a horrific thing, but I didn't love the yellow outfits. <laughs> I did. <laughs> of course. Of course. Right when I said that, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I didn't hate them. Like, I don't think they weren't awful. So I, I didn't hate them. I just felt like I kind of wanted more of the Everglow, la-di-da styling mm-hmm. from this music video. The message of the song, the lyrics of the song. I don't want like the cutesy throwback yellow outfits. I was confused because I think the print and a few of the girls looked very 90s clueless. But a few of the other ones looked 60s and some even looked 50s. So I'm like, what are we going for here? That was the my only critique. That was my only critique. Otherwise, I thought the video was great. Love the choreography. Love it. Sassy. Love, love, love. So sassy. It's sassy, but it's still in their lane. Like mm-hmm. they evolved. They're still twice. They're still cute. They're still girly. But they're getting more and more elements of being grown women mm-hmm. in their music and in the visuals. So I, I'm here for it. Great song. I love the message of the song. First off, <laughs> I love that they go, somebody stop me because I can't stop me. Well, I'm not mm. going to stop you, Emily. I'm going to encourage you. And I feel like that <laughs> is the message of the song is yeah, have a good time. Go for it. Don't be afraid. Go the dark side sometimes. The dark side's fun. Have a good time. Well, they said I – Trust. I this <laughs> message is speaking to me. I mean, the whole song's like that devil on your shoulder. Yes. And they said it expresses that difficult situation of having to control yourself when standing at the line between good and evil. Like the song title, I Can't Stop Me. It's a track that describes that mentality well. Yep, we get it. We're not gonna stop <laughs> you. We're gonna say go for no, it, girls. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. It'll be a good story. You know, We're always a good story. <laughs> I think it's a really catchy hook and chorus too, Mm -hmm. like the spotlight part and the whole thing. (laughs) Our amazing vocals. Why don't we, why don't we just play a clip of it now before we get to the rest of the album? We'll spare the queendom, our beautiful voices. Uh, We don't want to give too much away charity. We don't want them to know how talented we are. Let's listen to a clip. Of twice, I can't stop. favorite part oh my goodness I think I just called all the dogs are probably barking that you're hearing I'm sure that's my glass my has, 
right? Glass, Glass is shattering <laughs> everywhere. Uh, sorry, everyone. It was Charity's beautiful highness. <laughs> Just she's ready to join twice. It's so fun. Oh. It's a great first single. I love it. Let's talk about the rest of the album, though. I'm curious what stood out to you. What are your favorite tracks and why? Well, I love I Can't Stop Me. I love that song. But I also love Say Something. To me, it sounded like a chill 80s song. Yes. Loved, loved, loved it. I also loved Handle It. And I know the lyrics are not about like a sexy thing, but it sounds like the sexy kind of vibe, like very smooth. And I love their singing in their lower register. Like I love the low tones. I just, oh, yes. that's such a good song. Yes. No, like I talk about it all the time. I'm a broken record with this, but the low notes always get me a lot more. And they have such nice kind of jazzy harmonies in the chorus of Handle It. When I was listening to it at first, the verse was okay. I thought, meh, this is all right. And then all of a sudden, they get into the pre-chorus, the chorus, really nice. Vocally, really nice. I would love to hear them do more of that style. I loved it. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Great song. What are your songs? I do really like I Can't Stop Me, but it's not one of my favorites. So I have three that stood out. I like Do What We Like, another similar kind of title, mm-hmm. Do What We Like. It's like my motto, I do what I want. Um, but it's actually <laughs> it's very, your motto. I know. I'm like, oh, this song is good. But it's sweet. It's kind of falling in love and doing whatever you want with that person, us against the world, like that kind of happy, giddy, we do what we like and we're happy together. It just had a really nice floaty, a really nice vibe. Good sound, kind of an R&B sound. I loved that song. Queen. I love Queen. I, I'm i going to put that on when I like get ready to go out. It's such a like self-esteem booster. Queens loving Queens. I am here for it. Wear your crown, ladies. I just loved it. I loved the lyrics. It was all about like being classy, mm-hmm. not getting into drama. It doesn't matter if nobody else gets it. You know you're a queen. I, I just loved it. I thought it was a great message. So that's definitely one of my favorites. Really good song. But the one that stood out to me the most that I think is the best song on the album is Behind the Mask. I love it. I love the music. I love the lyrics. It's so bittersweet and beautiful. It's one of those ones that I knew what it was about without having to read the lyrics. We talk about that with K-pop. You feel, feel the vibe. And it didn't feel like a kind of self-empowerment or I miss my fans type of song. It's a slower song. It felt like, oh, this is heartbreak. This is this is a different deal. And I was excited to find out that Highs and Dua Lipa wrote it. Oh, How cool is that? Yeah. Right. Dua Lipa, she's all about the K-pop. She really is. And not in an opportunistic way. Here she is in writing a B-side for twice. Yeah. Like she's not trying to be featured. She really... I think she gets it. I think she's really smart, um, super talented. I love her. That's a little side note, but Dua Lipa's great. But I just thought that song, there's something really nice about it. I loved the whole kind of concept, wondering if someone's smiling or crying, seeing you, you know, wishing you could see behind their mask, wanting them to say something. I thought it was smart and clever, especially in the times we're in. We're Mm -hmm. all wearing a mask. So you could take it two different ways, whether it's an emotional mask or a physical mask that we're all wearing because of COVID. I just thought it was really clever and very, very pretty. And I think as a whole, this was a really, really good album from Twice. 
They're who Definitely got me my into favorites. girl groups. Yeah. Yeah. They're who got me into girl groups. I really started standing them after we reviewed more and more. I was like, okay, I get this and I like them. But to me, this album is way better. I think it's, they've grown up. It's kind of a, it's a glow up for them. For sure. I, I definitely got a lot more snatched by them because of this album. Yeah. It's I good, immediately right? added three songs to my playlist and we know what a big deal that is. Charity's <laughs> <laughs> playlist. No, that is a big deal. It is. Yeah. It's a good album. I think it's a really great effort. I'm not going to go as far as to say like no skips, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a good album. There's some really, really good songs. They look great. I love the visuals, the photo shoots, like besides that yellow outfit that I wasn't a fan of. <laughs> I love everything else. They look beautiful the way they're promoting it. They're doing a really good job. Good job, ladies. Yeah, congratulations twice. And shout out to all the onces because this is a huge comeback. So celebrate it. Stream, stream, stream. Support your faves. They deserve it. They put a really good effort out. Mm-hmm. Yay, twice. Um, Yay. Let's move on to TXT, which I want to say in the intro, I gave them like three different names. That's just to let you all know, we know it's supposed to be T by T. But we've been saying TXT since the name was released before they debuted and also Tomorrow Together. I feel like people call them different things. So yeah. <laughs> we're going to, I think, I think we should just stay the way we've been. I don't know. Stay consistent. And we're going to call them TXT probably. So I mean, that is what I feel like at least this is being very conservative. 80% of the fandom, I think, would definitely say that they started calling them TXT. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone would be like who or not yeah, know who we're talking yeah, about. For I mean, sure. It's it's spelled TXT. To yeah. me, that's TXT or T times T, not T by T. I know. But it's too complicated, but it, yeah. But anyways, they released a new mini album. It's called Mini Sode One Blue Hour. Five songs. So a typical mini album. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. This is my favorite thing they've ever done. I liked Twice's album, but I've been listening to this way more this week. This, to me, blew me away. Musically blew me away. We'll talk about the music video and stuff, but I'm really, like, really into it. Charity, what did you think of Blue Hour, the single, the music video? Are you into it? Are you feeling the vibes? I really love TXT. I have loved all their albums, and I have loved to watch their journey so far. And I really loved Blue Hour a lot. And I'll get into my other favorite song. But they also are kind of going for the the synth pop. What I didn't, mm-hmm. my only my only critique, and it's just a preference, is on the chorus when they're singing, I feel like their vocals are a little too processed for my preference. I want to hear their beautiful voices. And I feel like... Yeah. It's just a little too much where you can't really hear the like the timbre or the color of the voice. It's mm-hmm. I'm nitpicking, obviously. No, but-, but I think that's a great point. I I didn't feel that when I was listening to it, but mm-hmm. now that you mentioned that, yes. And I think that's something with Big Hit. So mm-hmm. TXT is on um, BTS's label, Big Hit, and that's something that they've been doing the past year. Because I there's a specific BTS song where I said who's singing. I can't even differentiate them as a super fan and somebody who has kind of a tuned ear to that stuff. 
I agree with you. They're going a little overboard with the post-production. Um, yeah, they don't need are, it. Yes, that's why I was just going to say they're serving vocals. They yeah. can sing. You don't need to auto-tune them to death because the song is wonderful, and especially that catchy chorus. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But Blue Hour, it's such a happy groove. It's very mm-hmm. disco. It's very feel-good. It's like I want to put that song on in the morning to put me in a good mood because Laura right? knows I'm – I'm not a morning person. Like, I need those songs. Oh, yeah. No. Big shocker. Um, I am a morning person. This is also <laughs> how we differ. Shocker. I want to die in the morning. I, oh, my God. Just thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I can't do it. Cannot do it. I'm a creature of the night. What did you think of the video? Okay, so here's my thing. I always listen. I don't want to say always, but I try to listen to an album before I watch the music video. I like to kind of feel the music and create my own images in my head of what this is. So I listened to the album and I thought, I love this. This is my favorite thing they've ever done. And then I watched the music video and I look, I don't Mm -hmm. think, uh, how am I going to say this? Or the target audience. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, I think they target a younger demographic. For sure. Kind of like the snow white animals and the pastel and Mm -hmm. the amusement park isn't, what I would envision with this song. That said, it's really well executed. I love the choreography. Yeah. I think like, and they look great. They performed it very well. And I understand too, like, trust me, Moa, listen, Moa is the name of the fan base. I know like listening, you guys are going to say, well, it's part of a storyline. We get that. We get that it's part of storyline. They have to do it. And it fits with it. It's just not my, it's just not my vibe, but it doesn't mean it's bad. I think the song's phenomenal are you on the same page with me on that for sure okay so what about the rest of the album okay fave tracks what stood out i absolutely loved ghosting i loved the guitars in the beginning the guitar and the drums it kind of reminded me of like 90s alt pop and Mm. almost like it it like a gin blossoms kind of vibe i'm not exactly it's i'm just basically talking about the guitar and the drums having that kind of sound because mm-hmm. it's not very K-poppy. It's kind of a different kind of sound, that song specifically. Yeah, and I know I what you're saying. I loved it. It's just kind of alt. Like it's not it's not pop. No, for pop. sure. It's not for sure. R&B. It's very of It's different. different. Yeah. yeah. No, I I get what you're saying. I don't I'm trying to think. I don't know if that if it would be Jim Blossomsy, but I get what you're saying. There's a almost like a cranberries like a Yes, it's this that's, other I get yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I really totally liked it that. though a lot. And of course, you know, who has not felt ghosted before in life? I mean, even Bacon <laughs> has. So if Bacon has, the TXT I boys know. have to. <laughs> okay, so that was your favorite track. Yeah. What about you? I really genuinely love every single song, but I would say ghosting as well. Mm-hmm. Like I I wrote down it sounds like magic. And it really does to yeah. me. There's something so different and nostalgic with that happy beat. And I just want to say a huge shout out to Hunikai. Huninkai. I his voice during the chorus is stunning. Mm-hmm. It's just so, so pretty. And when he goes low in that chorus, oh, it's just gorgeous. I love it. It's so pretty. It's so melodic. And I can feel the longing in the song. And it's not like a sad song. It's not dark. It's not slow. But it really fits a specific feeling. I loved it. I think it's I think it's beautiful. And then I found out Subin helped write it. Subin's oh, my bias. I love it. 
he's he's great. He needs Subin. I'm worried for him that he's not going to stop growing. This kid is getting so tall. <laughs> so tall. Like, I feel like they kind of hide it, but I mean, they list him at six one, and he might be taller. He might be coming for the Pentagon guys. He's mm-hmm. growing, but I love that song. I thought we lost the summer is really well done. Great kind of losing a summer love, really chill, nice vibe. And then wish list to me, it sounds like five seconds to summer, like mm-hmm. kind of this rock pop driving chorus. The, this album feels like it's a little bit in that lane, although Blue Hour is a lot more disco, but I like it. It works yeah. with them. It I like really that works it's with not them. the stereotypical K-pop. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your, in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, all right? Oh, yeah. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, me, we all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We going to have this, like... Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit right now. I got lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I got lie, don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different sound. I would do something a little bit different with their imagery. I think I get that they're targeting a younger demographic. They're young. But you can do that without animals and pastels and yeah. Ferris wheels. Like, I think, look at the treasure guys. Yeah. You know, they're they're younger and they're not going overboard trying to be too grown or too sexy. But their imagery is different. It's not so immature. So I think... Yeah, that's the word. It's immature. And I think... And that's not bad. It's just... It's not, no, the no. the age range. Not bad yeah. and not... Not a diss because I think it does resonate with some people. Yeah. But yeah, if if we had the opportunity to work with them, <laughs> yeah. I think we'd steer the image just a little bit different. It doesn't have to be totally different, but even for Blue Hour, I would have liked to see a music video more like Dynamite with BTS, which was still very young. Well, what's confusing is I feel like the last mini album they did with Puma, that song was yeah. a completely different lane. It was, I thought they were kind of maybe going to a more grown kind of story and they just, yeah. I don't know if well, that even, like a blurb or I don't know enough about the story to know where that fit, but it definitely seemed like they were going to do a different. It was like, a complete opposite. Corner, but it it was complete opposite. Yeah. It was so dark and so sexy. It was, yeah. that was like, these are the two extremes. Um, The lead single off that album, Can't You See Me?, it was a nice middle ground. And and I love that song. Like that's when I really started being like, okay, take a see, they're good. But yeah, this just feels so immature that I'm a little bit like we don't have to backstep that much, you guys. Maybe, maybe they thought Puma was too much and they're trying to Yeah, yeah, they're like, wait. To baby step back. Yeah. <laughs> we got him a little too grown too fast. Yeah. But in any case, just uh the visuals maybe aren't our cup of tea, but really good really well done what about your bias we haven't talked about txt for a while has your bias changed no i still love yunjin which he's a rapper big shocker but he does sing now which i do appreciate. oh he's singing a lot yeah, yeah he's center yeah. quite a bit 
Do you like his pink hair? Did you like the pink hair? I liked the pink hair. I was not a big fan of the crop top, which we've already talked about on other idols. Not not my favorite look, but I love when he does blue hair, especially. I thought the pink hair was nice. I wasn't yeah. crazy about the part where they like had cowboy hats on and he had long yeah. hair all of a sudden. Yeah. It was a little bit too long. I think if you're going to do the K-pop mullet, if you're going to go the Felix. You got to do a Felix link. Stray Kids. Yeah. Yeah. If you want long hair, do a Hunjin. You know, he yeah. has long hair. It's not a mullet. This yeah. felt like the in-between. They weren't sure if they wanted a mullet or long hair. Yeah, right. It, it, it just didn't work for me. <laughs> Okay, so he's still your bias. Subin's definitely still my bias. I adore him. Something that stood out to me, though, recently with them, and especially in this music video and the comeback show and the whole thing, Bongu reminds mm. me of Tay from BTS. I can like, see that. Like, so much. Yeah. He, so much. He looks like him. Every once in a while, I'll be like, oh, my God. Like, he's he's growing into a young man that really does resemble his older label mate, V from BTS. So, I don't know if all of you agree with me or you caught that, but I'm definitely like, ooh, that's some <laughs> angles. That looks so much like Tay. I've taken it aback. Now I can see it for sure. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not crazy. I, I love the album. I think this is, again, this was, this is my favorite thing that they've done by far. Mm-hmm. And in a week with the twice comeback, which is a really good comeback. I found myself listening to this even more. So I'm super impressed. I love musically the lane they're in, and I hope we get more of this. And, you know, visually, I understand we're not the demographic. They skew a little younger. So if it works, it works. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it, it's not my thing, but that doesn't mean it's bad. They have a lot of fans, so they're doing something right. The comeback special was really good. I thought they sounded great and they looked really cool. And I love their dancing. Yes, they're yeah. such good dancers. They really they're are. Good dancers. They're great performers. Very charismatic. There's not a weak link. Yeah. No, I'm I'm here for them. Do we want to play a clip from Blue Hour so people can yes. get a little taste some, of it? Some feel good music. Blue Hour by TXT. You're the one that I want. song is so good how fun is that song like I can't help but smile and dance to it when I hear it it's just really catchy it's really just pure good pop music so catchy I'm a fan I like what TXT is doing right now and I hope they continue kind of in this lane musically I think Mm -hmm. it's a really good place for them no for sure for sure right like let's let's see what else they can do Bravo. Again, I'm not lying. Like, I've been listening to this nonstop. 
It's a good five songs. It's obviously it's quick and easy to listen to. Um, if you haven't listened to it, check out TXT's new mini album, Mini Sode One Blue Hour. Let's move on to the next new release. What a big week we had. Our boys, Stray Kids, you all know how much we love and adore them. We've been waiting for them to release something that we're not crazy about. You know, we listen with a critical ear. We're here to do reviews and give our feedback. And they released a Japanese album this week. We reviewed All In, the single off the Japanese album last week, and we loved it. And the new album came out, Charity. And um, I hate to say it, but I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I I hate to say it because we're... We love everything Stray Kids do, but I can't help it. It's good. Everything they do is just like, it's a home run to borrow from Seventeen song last week. It's a home run. It's such a cool, interesting, different sound. I'm in awe of these kids. All In, obviously I love. What did you think of the two new songs? I love that Fam was kind of almost like a, not a love letter, but like a, a warm hug to each member, even though mm-hmm. the lyrics weren't always warm and fuzzy, but very a lot of admiration and a love between them. And I love that they talked about each member. I thought it was really sweet. Yeah. yeah. It was really a clever way to do a song. Yeah. They had one member do a verse about another member, and then they would all sing the member's name with kind of a catchphrase about him. And then whoever was just talked about, it was on them to do the verse about the next member. Mm -hmm. And they had a really nice chorus about how they're kind of a fam, family. I think, yeah, it was very sweet without being sweet. It was like, it was, it's cool. And it's a fun way to introduce the group to a new audience, to introduce who the members are and to see how they see themselves. I think that's always interesting, like how they, how they view each other and how they see the members from the members' eyes, not from stay the fandom's eyes. Really cool song. Really clever. Very cool. And the rest of the songs, you know, it's a Japanese album. So it's a lot of the songs from Go Live and In Life in Japanese, which is always interesting to hear the differences in language. it's cool to hear it. Yeah, like the lyric changes in songs like God's Menu. It's like, oh, okay, interesting. Very cool. Of course, it's going to do well. They continue to do well. I mean, really straight kids. And and we have to say One Day, that was the other new song. Mm-hmm. I thought One Day was really good as well. I thought the three new songs for this album, really well done in typical straight kids fashion. Different, unique. They always bring something like cool and interesting to the table that you don't hear from other groups. Yeah. Huge fan. Congratulations, straight kids. Japanese release i hope it does big numbers i think it will always they're really they're really popular internationally too that's one thing that always shocks me with stray kids they're one of the k-pop groups that's bigger internationally than in their own country mm-hmm. which i like shocks me i'm because to me they're like at the top i think they're so impressive right so me good. too I'm like what is going on in korea that you guys aren't appreciating these guys because they're putting out insane content like the stuff that they've pumped out just this past year. It's really, really good. They should really not be good. sleeping on them. That's for sure. Right? Ugh. Well, we're not. No, never. We, we appreciate what they do. Because again, like when you're listening to so much music, when you're listening and reviewing a lot of music, 
especially in a very specific genre like K-pop, sometimes it can all start to sound similar. Mm -hmm. When Stray Kids comes on, no, I perk up. My ears are like, yes, there's something sonically. It's a different sound. It's just different. And it's so cool. So keep it up, Stray Kids. We're still waiting for that thing you do that we don't like, that we can be critical of, but I haven't (laughs) found it yet. I have not found it yet. I was listening to All In 24-7. Like I said last week, I... I feel like a badass that's in like a heist movie when I listen to that. Um, (laughs) I love it so much. Love it. So let's talk about a group from the same generation, probably Stray Kids' biggest competition, if we're being honest, the same year debut or around the same time, same age. A tease. We're going to talk about a tease. A tease celebrated their two-year anniversary uh, last week, and they did an online concert for their fans, Port of Call, it was a lot. They did, I feel like it was like two and a half hours. It was a yeah, big it was long. concert. It was long. There was a lot, a lot of performances. I liked it. It wasn't, you know, I've been really critical about all of these online concerts where they just talk to the fans mm-hmm. for an hour. We didn't have to deal with that that much. So that was great. <laughs> I appreciate just seeing them perform. Yeah. I want to see them. I don't want to see Zoom screens of people waving their fan sticks or whatever. It's not <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. That stuff is getting old. I don't want to see it anymore. (laughs) And I'm happy people are listening to us and just giving us the good content. What were your favorite parts? What stuck out? I love what strong dancers they are. So I love the dance break, especially that they all did right before they did Hala. Oh my gosh. They're just, it's amazing that you have a group that big that each member can do a dance solo and it not be awkward. Because I feel oh, like for sure. even though some of the groups, of course, they're all trained dancers, but some of them, it's definitely not their strongest. But these totally. guys are so good. And then when Son like threw that fire out of it with his hand, I was like, what? <laughs> Where's the little magician here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, David Blaine. Right. Like Chris Angel over here throwing fire. <laughs> all right. I, I, I love that they're such strong dancers. And I that was probably my favorite part. Okay. Yeah, like that that was a really cool intro for all of them to have a moment to shine yeah. and again to show there's no weak link here. I think their dancing is they're a really good group all around, but mm-hmm. to me the dancing's the strong point. I loved it when they had that segment where they did um dances to Sicko Mode, mm-hmm. One Time Coming, Pick It, like great hip hop songs because I felt like that was kind of a celebration of how they debuted because before they debuted, they released them dancing and that music video, I show that to locals. That's what we, that's what we K-pop people call non K-pop fans, the locals. (laughs) I show it to locals every time they come over and I'm talking about a tease. I'm like, watch this really quickly because it's such a cool video. They look so, so, so good in that video. It's a really great dancers. So I thought it was cool. This was almost felt like an updated version of that. And they all had time to shine again, which Mm -hmm. was nice. The Wonderland Halloween version was really cool. I liked the little remix. It was, it was neat. Had the creepy carnival music in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was smart. It's the the time of year. So appreciate that. Don't forget, we're going to have a Halloween segment in a little bit, everyone. Um, (laughs) is the They're giving us a preview. That was really cool. What else? Oh, I love One Day at a Time. I love it. You know, they ended their most recent album with that song and it's so hopeful and it's really just kind of feel good music. And I felt like that was 
a nice performance without all the bells and whistles mm-hmm. where they could really connect with their fans. I felt it through the screen, guys. I really appreciated that. Better was really nice. I'm so like used to seeing them as such hard, dynamic dancers and doing really powerful Wonderland type songs. It was neat to see them do slower songs. You know, I like it when uh, boy bands have some ballads and I don't think we've seen a tease really go there. All of the songs have such intensity Mm -hmm. and, you know, we haven't, Charity and I have not seen them in concert. We haven't been lucky enough yet. So I felt like this was really good for fans like us who haven't seen them live to kind of get a feel of what their concert would be like. It was, it was great. It was really, really great. And I've got to admit, I think Thanks may be my favorite song by them. Really? Yeah, I just, and I'll be honest, like I voted for Inception and oh, I loved Inception. I don't know if Queendom, all of you listening out there, if you remember the episode where we reviewed that album, but we were both really passionate about it and especially Inception, the concept, the music video and the song. But Thanks has grown on me so much. And I think it's because of the choreography. It's one of my favorite choreographies. I just adore it. It's so... It goes so hard. It's such a fast-paced song and energy song is what I think about when I think of that. I just loved it. So, of course, I enjoyed that. I'm guessing your bias hasn't changed. We haven't talked to T's biases for a while. So, bias is the same? I still love Son. Okay. My eye goes to him immediately without even – with me not even looking for him. It's just I find him. (laughs) Yeah, that's your yeah, bias. Then. That's my bias. That's your bias. For sure. <laughs> Do you still like Wu Young? Yeah, for sure. I really like Wu Young. I can't believe it took me so long to pick my bias right? in the tease because, like, now I can't imagine that's my man 100%. I adore him, but I will say. And Mingy looked great. I felt like he, he was, he has such a casual confidence about him. That's the best way to describe it for sure. He's it's real he's real chill. He's not one of these guys with the bravado and he just kind of owns his space really well. So I thought he did a great job in the concert, but Yunho is coming for me. Like Yeah. Wh- I don't know why, but recently I've really started to notice his vocals. They're so consistent. He can really sing. And it's just his performance style. There's something about him where he's kind of sneaking into wrecker status, I think. Okay. So your wrecker is still you saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Understandable. He kind of snatched me during the reality show that they had. It was that reality, sorry, the variety show they did a couple months ago when we mm-hmm. were watching that. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, like when their album came out. Yeah. yeah he yeah. looked great. And he yeah. was really... He's just so traditionally like beautiful. And I felt like in their comeback, the extended trailer and the Inception video, he did stand out. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, Tall Yunho has really come for me, you guys. I don't know. I don't know what to do, but he's definitely my record. I mean, like, let's be honest. There were some pictures uh, <laughs> of him a while ago um, on Twitter. And I think that's what did it. And if you know, you know. <laughs> if you, you know, know, you, you know. know. <laughs> We don't have to elaborate anymore. Uh, yeah. He's he's officially my wrecker. No worries, we're young. I'm loyal to you. But we all know how. For now. We know how things. We know. I know. For now. <laughs> things change with my for wreckers. Day. Yeah. 
I've had quite a saga with my biases. In a few of these groups, I've been loyal to most. There was... It's like a soap opera. Who is she with this week? (laughs) Girl... <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so he he stepped up. I'm noticing him a lot more. I think he's an interesting performer. He's really good. And he's they're just there's something a little bit different about them. They look different. Mm-hmm. And the dance style, the choreography, it's just different. So, it's fun to watch them. Like we were talking about Stray Kids, not to compare them too much because I know they get these comparisons a lot between the two. There's a lot of back and forth, Atiz versus Stray Kids. They're just very different. They both bring different things to the table. And I totally dig both groups. I think they super talented, impressive concert. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Congratulations, Atiz. We love you. Shout out Itani listening. Let's move on to another concert this weekend. The DMZ concert, which was a free concert on YouTube. Much appreciated. All of these online concerts, they add up. So um, (laughs) it's not like they're $2. These these online concerts that we're all buying tickets to, we feel your pain, listeners. We get it. It's it gets expensive. I feel like there's it's it's a blessing and curse that they all put out so much content. But it's nice to have a free one. We've seen a few free ones the past month, and the DMZ concert was on YouTube. It was like an outside festival with people in bubbles. Honestly, though, I'm so desperate for concerts. I would sit in that bubble all night. I'm not even kidding you. My, we can't dance in the bubble, apparently, because it's yeah. not tall enough. But we can sit there. We can we can chair yeah. dance. <laughs> for we those of you who dance. didn't see it, <laughs> there were like these little bubbles on the ground and people were sitting and just a couple people in each bubble spaced very far apart sitting there watching the concert. I, I would definitely do it for sure. You can put me in a bubble to watch a K-pop concert. I'll do in a second. <laughs> right. But it was weird that they were like so low to the ground. So you had to like kind of hunch over and sit. You couldn't like yeah. stand up and dance or cheer. It was very awkward. <laughs> so that was a little weird, but I'm sure the artists appreciated having any audience. Mm-hmm. So that was probably pretty cool. What was your highlight? What stood out? Monster X, hands down. Oh my gosh. Any concert they do, any chance I can to see them, I, I will see them because I love them so much. And I, I love when they do Fantasia and yeah. I can't say it. That was really hard because I just want to go, Fantasia. Like Kian. Fantasia. <laughs> Fantasia. I love it so much. I love it, love it, love it. I felt like they they always have kind of swag and they're very manly in here mm-hmm. ready to go but there's they were full of spunk yes. during this concert like they're clearly ready for the comeback wow there was just like an extra energy in every step it just felt like oh hey here we go these guys are prepped and ready and i feel like this comeback of monster x is going to be amazing i don't want to curse it by saying that i hope i'm right but wow everything we've seen so far yeah, that trailer today. Oh my goodness. Can we please talk about it? So the music video trailer came out. <laughs> I already love it. I love the baseline so much. And they're all dressed as like different bad guys from movies, which what an interesting right? concept. How smart is that? Like Minyak is American Psycho and Hyungwon is Tyler Durden from Fight Club, the Brad Pitt character. Ju Honey is the Joker. Keon is Hannibal Lecter. I forget the rest of them off the top of my head, but it's really a cool concept. I think this music video is going to be great. Mm-hmm. 
We'll be reviewing Monster X next week for all you mom babies listening. Cannot wait. Oh my gosh. Me too. I'm so excited. I hope it lives up to the hype in my head because everything yeah. they've released leading up to it, the imagery, all the concept pictures. Yeah. Wow. It's exactly what I would want. Right at my alley. Yes. I think we were talking about how maybe we're not the target audience for TXT. Monster X, we are the target audience. Yes, we are the target <laughs> yeah. audience. It's dark and sexy. They're in suits. They look like gangsters. They're going to kill someone. I Okay, sign me up. This looks sign like a great story. Up, right? Yeah. <laughs> I digress, though. We'll get back to this week's episode. We're just very excited for the Monster X comeback. They were amazing at the DMZ concert. King Daniel put on a good show. Our girl's Mama Moo. I have a bone to pick with their stylist, me is what too. I'm going to say. Like, okay. First off, I love them, but can we put them in outfits that don't <laughs> constrict them so much that don't allow them to dance? These outfits looked like oh. they weighed 400 pounds. They were these right? real heavy leather one piece kind of coveralls just for all of you out there listening they weren't like the tight ones that look like Aaliyah in the more than a woman music video no it was not like that these weren't like spandexy they were heavy like a motorcycle racer would wear to actually race in yeah they were so bulky it added a lot of weight that wasn't there for the members as a girl I would not want to wear those like it made them look way bigger and they looked like they couldn't dance in them. The choreography looked bad. It definitely suffered because of the outfits, for sure. It looked like it was hard to move in the outfits. Yeah. And the like we were just talking about Monster X came out with such energy. Mamma Mia looked like they were just kind of standing there. The choreography was really not on point. And, and that's, I don't not, criticize that's them. not them. That's not how they are ever. So I I'm definitely feel like it's the outfits. Just based on what I watched. Girls, we got to get it together. Team behind Mama Moo, get it together. You know, we had a rough week last week. This performance wasn't great. We're rooting for you. Do not sabotage my girls. Yeah, the team behind them is making some bad choices right now. So let's hope their comeback is a little bit bit better than what we've seen recently. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, great concert. Thank you for putting on a free concert. We appreciate it. Everyone everyone should have the opportunity to watch K-pop. Mm-hmm. So these free concerts are amazing. You get a little slice of your favorite artists. Speaking of favorite artists, Charity. <gasps> Her boys, Super M. I just adore them so, 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 so much. And they had a nice showcase um, on James Corden. Super M, they were on James Corden last Friday night because this, you'll all be listening to this probably on Friday. So last week, last Friday night, we watched Super M and James Corden. What did you think of the performance? I love when they do a stage like that, when they get to do choreography and dance and sing, and they have the cool outfits. And I loved 10 and the yellow outfit. And I love especially when your man does his <laughs> sing-yell part at the end of the song. Because he during a performance, he gets so into it. Oh, my goodness. And I'm I mean, just sitting there with bated breath waiting for it. I really am. I love it. Don't <laughs> egg him on, Charity. No. Yes. Because just because Bacon can hit all the high notes doesn't mean he should. Like, because, and I'm only saying that because I love when he's in his lower tone. I think his kind of syrupy lower notes. I really, really like Bacon's <laughs> low tone. But because he's so freaking talented, he does the higher notes a lot. And in all the Super M songs, they just make him yell. I My favorite thing, though, I will say the thing I like about it 
is afterwards he kind of like is real proud of himself he is uh, <laughs> i like watching bacon after he does something good and he struts around and smirks like really like yes i hit the note did you see that i'm the yeah. best there's always a little glimmer in his eye and a little smirk that is so adorable and endearing uh. So he can keep doing it. I thought their outfits were great. They were very bright. The choreography for that song is so well done. Just like all their choreography. The SM knocks it out of the park with choreography. Like, have we ever not liked choreography from the SM label? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think their, their choreographers are really, really good. Always on point. Always perfect. And... When you have guys like Super M who are super talented, you can do that really difficult, intense choreography. I love Taeyong's look. I thought, obviously, Bacon looked really good. Can we talk about Dirty Blonde Kai? Uh, Gray Kai. No, it looks Dirty Blonde to me. Well, now you're saying Dirty Blonde. You told me. Charity texted me and was like. Blonde, well, blonde is Dirty Blonde. Like, if someone says they're blonde, if they're Dirty Blonde, they're like, I'm a blonde. They wouldn't say, I'm a Dirty Blonde. I'm just given like, a descriptive True. True. visual for the audience. Okay, so Charity texted me and said, I love Blonde Kai. And I wasn't sure what she was talking about. I was like, wait, what? And I watched it. I was like, his hair is gray. I think it's gray. No, I think it's gray. Because in the behind the scenes, like, of the stuff they were filming around that time, it looked gray to me. Super M fans, Spermies out there. Is Kai's hair blonde or gray in the court and performance? Let us know. Because I'm seeing this could be kind of like that dress where people saw a gold and white (laughs) or blue and black. Yeah. I'm seeing gray. Well, I I remember, I remember during the time his hair was gray, but in the performance, (laughs) it looked like dirty blonde to me. Maybe it was a lighting. We will see. I I could be it could be. It could be the lighting. I think I think Kai had gray hair, but we're going to ask all of you, Queendom, uh, let us know. Is it blonde or gray? Either way, Kai looked really cool. Yeah. His arms looked great. I kind of like that they have him in a tank top. Mm-hmm. Like, Kai has one of the best physiques in K-pop, so let's yeah. show it off. Agree. Let's show it off. That we can agree on. <laughs> yes, that we'll always agree on. But their energy was on point. Great performance. They really take advantage of the... American shows and mm-hmm. kind of get how to play that. Most of the time they do a really good job with that stuff. So it was great. But let's talk about their reality show. Let's talk about Mtopia and the escape room. So we're a little bit behind because they always release new episodes here in America on Thursday and we record Wednesday nights. So you guys, we understand we're behind. We're always kind of a week behind. So you have to bear with us. We're going to be talking about the escape room episode, that elaborate wedding venue with like a million different rooms it was it was really beautiful have you done an escape room charity what are your thoughts on escape rooms i did a zombie escape room a couple years ago it was very stressful because over so many minutes the zombie would be more released from the chain (gasps) oh that's fun it was very stressful and we got out with like just a few minutes to spare i didn't think we were going to make it out but we did um, it was fun. It was, but it definitely, it's when you add the element of something that's trying to attack you, because then if it touches you, it means you die. So you, <gasps> you can't help your team. You can help them from the sidelines if they ask you questions, but you can't actively walk around. So thankfully nobody died, but it was very stressful because as soon as you walked to an area to look at something, the zombie would come toward you and the chain would like, 
maybe in that moment it would all of a sudden get more give and it would get closer to you and you're like, ah, yes, I we know how I feel about scary things. So that well, yeah, that's kind of scary. That's like a horror, like a um, haunted house. That's a little yes, scary. It was. I didn't think it would be that scary, honestly, but it was very stressful and not something that I probably would do again, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> I've done two escape rooms. Mine weren't like that. They were just boring rooms with a bunch of boxes and clues. You had to, I don't know. It's, I was kind of bored, to be honest. Like the first time we didn't get out, but I think it's because we drank before. We didn't know that you had to like, <laughs> it was going to be that hard. So yeah. I think everyone was a little tipsy and it didn't work. The second one I did with coworkers and we got out and whatever. They're fun. They're fine. I would yeah. like to do this type of escape room. Yes. Uh, Super M got elaborate. to do this. Like it was a, like at a big fancy wedding venue yeah it was very elaborate I thought it was interesting to see who kind of stepped up Mm -hmm. and who got bored (laughs) like you you could tell some people were really into it and the rest were like Lucas no (laughs) adorable Lucas my favorite part was when he was reading out the clue and he's like okay they had to find the code to unlock the door and it says in the clue like it's a alpha numeric code and lucas just reads it really quickly and he's like all right we've got to find a key for the lock and they're all like searching for a key and the editors put they're so shady they put something on the bottom like it's alpha numeric lucas i was like oh poor lucas he tried later but it was funny when they were in that room that had like the mannequins that were supposed to be the parents of the bride mm-hmm. and groom and he was just like playing with the hats and just <laughs> lucas uninterested. i get it no i get it I, I mean, did like, like that. how brave Kai was when everyone was scared to go in the room. Yeah. And he was like, I will go first. I'm like, oh, look at you, Kai, being the brave man, going first into the scary room. Yeah, I wasn't surprised by that. I think that's Kai's personality a little bit. I love him. Taehyung was like scared to death. I know. And then Bacon kept being like, I'll do it. Let me do it. Bacon's such a like <laughs> – Leader, but I did love when they went into the wedding and everyone was kind of scared and it was tense and Bacon started dancing down the aisle. Oh, he's so funny! So funny! It was so funny. Lucas like follows him. They're clowns. They're so so funny. I love Emtopia. I feel like they're giving us so much good content. Like this was fun to watch. It was interesting, and they were all in suits. They Mm -hmm. thought they were attending a wedding. Yes, please put those boys in suits. Like they're. Let's have a double wedding. The wedding of Charity and Kai and Emily and Bacon. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? Well, last week we told everyone it was going to be my wedding. So unfortunately, they edited me out, everyone. But um, (laughs) it was like, imagine if we were producers. That's the type of stuff we would do. (laughs) Right. Surprise. We're married now. Uh, (laughs) Oops. Sorry. Legally binding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the escape room is to find a divorce lawyer fast enough that this is an official. All right. Sorry. We went on a weird tangent there. Love Antopia so uh, much. So fun. Can't wait to talk about next week's episode. Go-karts. Next week's episode looks like it's going to be amazing. So it looks like they have a slumber party too and they play all these fun games. Like, oh, yes. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I'm so there. So we will talk about that next week. But unfortunately, next week, we won't be able to talk about Waveision mm-hmm. because our our boys, Wavy, their reality show has ended. The most recent episodes were the last of Waveision. Charity, what did you think? What were your favorite parts? 
I love when they were talking about, you know, they had to write about and draw about their day. And yeah, Kuhn was clearly very impressed with himself that he stayed up two times on the surfboard <laughs> specifically. I, <know. laughs> I was like, oh, my heart. Well, at first he was like, I only did it two times. And then one oh. of them was like, I only did it once. And he's like, really? They said, yeah, be proud of yourself. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Oh, so cute. So they're cute. very cute. Yeah. Really cute. I I liked that too. I liked it when they were journaling about their day while they were yeah. eating dinner. Henry, his his was really cute. He's really endearing himself to me more and more as mm-hmm. I watch this. He's just a nice guy. And he said, like, you know, you have to try new things in life because he was scared about a lot of it. And I was like, yeah, good lesson. These guys give us good lessons in between all the goofiness. I appreciate yeah. it. And I want to say, Charity, you were right about Hendry because you called out, I think he's a lefty, the way he stood mm-hmm. on the surfboard. Mm-hmm. And when they did that fishing game, they all looked at him and they're like, well, he's going to win. He's ambidextrous because they had to use their non-dominant hand for this little fish game. And they all said that to him. So I'm like, I knew it. Yeah. So he course. used his left hand and he did pretty well. I think it's what we talked about where I kind of hypothesized. I bet mm-hmm. you he was born a lefty but was forced to write right-handed. Yeah. But still, like, left is natural for him, so. Love it. Yeah, we called that. It was funny when Xiaojun and Lucas had to get in the water and, <laughs> yeah. like, joust and stuff. And I thought it was really sweet that, like, when they went into the hotel to take a shower and get warmed up, the rest of the guys went and bought snacks, and they bought, like, their favorites. It was very cute. You can tell these guys are family. Mm-hmm. I always get the vibe that they do enjoy each other. I mean, they're yeah. – they're always like streaming live, doing V lives, partying at their dorm together. You know, they share those pets at the dorm. They're not like at home with their parents. Yeah. They feel like legit best friends and roommates. Yeah. Instead of kind of band members that live in a dorm together, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. No, for sure. There's something different with them. They're very nice to each other. They look out for each other. And then the next day they went and had king crab, which was really, really cute. They were so excited to have king crab. So excited. Oh my gosh. Have you had king crab legs? I haven't had king crab. I have obviously had regular crab legs, but I'm I'm sure everyone's going to be so surprised by this. Not a big fan of cracking them. Not my favorites. They're too messy. I don't like the sound. It took me a long time to be able to crack them. And usually if I have them... If my baby sister's around, such an angel, she'll crack it for me and give me the meat <laughs> and do all the hard work. <laughs> oh, charity. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they are a lot of work yeah. and maybe the payoff's not that great. I like them. I think they're good, but I've never like try, you know, go out of my way to order crab legs. I have had king crab legs. I used to work at a crab shack when I was in high school. So I've had lots of crab legs and king crab is great because of the meat. It's bigger pieces of meat. So it mm-hmm. makes that effort feel like it's worthwhile yeah Uh, and I haven't had them for a long time so watching this kind of made me be like oh I want to go have some good king crab (laughs) but it was very it was cute they were all very excited about it and there was something that came up in conversation that I've never heard before I don't know if you noticed it or not but Win-Win was saying he grew up by the sea and he loved seafood he ate tons of seafood growing up and one of the members said to him, oh, is that why you're so good looking? Because you ate a lot of seafood. And they all were like, oh, yeah. And then he said, like, yeah, my sister's also really good looking. Yeah. And they all just acted like that's like a normal thing, that if you eat a lot of seafood, you're good looking. I've never heard that in my entire life. <laughs> either, either have I. Right? Maybe either it's one I. of those, like, maybe it's like a, 
a, a some kind of wives' tale for yeah where they are like how we have these weird wives' tales. I uh, yeah. I've never, never heard that. that. Yeah. I was like, oh, do people that grow up by the sea and eat a lot of seafood are good looking? Interesting. Yeah. Time to up my seafood intake. Right? Time to go eat all the seafood now. Maybe yeah. it's too late. I might be too late. I, I know. <laughs> if you're young and you're listening, according to Wavy, eat a lot of seafood. Be <laughs> yes. Unless you have an allergy, don't do that. Don't we do didn't that. tell you to. No, we didn't. We did not. We're just passing along the knowledge of our boys from Wavy. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. That's an interesting thing I've never heard. I'm sad Way Vision's over. I yeah. loved it. I loved it. It was it's on par with Emtopia. They do really fun things. It's fun to watch. I like watching activities and things of that nature. In these reality shows, you know, BTS and the soup. It was nice to watch them relax and do nothing because they're so busy. And yeah. as a fan, we know how busy they are. But I think if I had it my way, I would watch the more active reality yeah. shows. Yeah, no, for sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's fun to watch them do things and think about, would I like that? Would I not like it? The, I think that's one of the rare times that my opinion has actually won the popular vote, at least with Wavy. Yeah, they yeah. had to vote on whose activity was the most fun, the one that they enjoyed the most. And my boy Win-Win won for the sailboat sunset cruise. So... Yep, I agree. That was my favorite. <laughs> what was your favorite of all of them? Who would you have voted for? Honestly, the food, because that's my favorite thing to do is eat. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lucas, Lucas and Hendry. Lucas, Lucas and Hendry, though, that's who I'm like, you guys win. You fed me. You gave me yummy food. That's always a way to get to my heart. Give me food. <laughs> it makes sense. And it looked like they did pick a lot of really good places. They, they tried did. a lot of local things. Yeah. They put a lot of effort into it. Well, Win-Win voted for them. He's so sweet. Thanks, Win-Win. Win-Win is just like, he's moved up my chart of biases. I adore <laughs> he really him. has. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I Win-win really, really like Win-Win. has won you over. <laughs> Win-Win has won my heart. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> we're, we're really funny the, tonight. Right, we are. Watch Where's out. the drum sound for that? <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of Win-Win, happy birthday. Win-Win had a birthday this week and he posted pictures. They were all dressed up. The members of Wavy were dressed up as Disney princesses. It was really funny. I died. So today they released, this is the perfect way to get into our Halloween segment charity. It is time for the New York City K-pop queens, Halloween 2020. Spooky. <laughs> it's, I don't know if you can handle it, Charity. It might get scary. I know. I know. <laughs> Halloween's this weekend. So we thought it would be fun to talk about a K-pop tradition that we both love. And Wavy was the perfect way to segment into this because K-pop idols a lot of times do dance practice videos. It's one of my favorite, favorite things. I love watching dance practice choreography videos I show that to a lot of non-fans, a lot mm-hmm. of locals, as a way to see like the full dance routine and how good they are at choreography. But a lot of times K-pop idols do it in costumes for Halloween. So we thought it'd be fun to talk about some of our favorite Halloween dance practice videos, our favorite costumes. And I think we should start off by talking about Wavy 
doing Bad Alive dressed as Disney princesses. So freaking funny. I cannot. Like, it's oh so my perfect. Gosh, it's so good. I have to say, 10, he really pulled off Alice in Wonderland. 10 is so handsome. He has just one of those right? like ridiculously photogenic faces. Yeah. Like so symmetrical, so handsome. And yeah, in a wig with an Alice in Wonderland right? costume. He looked great. I think he could pull it off. However, the funniest one by far is Lucas. Oh my God. I- Lucas is Elsa. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my God. And just the fact that they're doing, oh. I think it's such a great juxtaposition that they're doing, they're dressed as these like fictional characters, princesses. Yeah. And they're doing Bad Alive, <laughs> which is a song that is so hyper masculine. Yeah. The choreography for that is so masculine. And they're all dressed. I was dying at Yang Yang. He was Ariel, the mermaid. Oh, God. So difficult for him to dance. (laughs) He couldn't do half the choreography. He was kind of trying to bop along because his legs were so, like, tightly wrapped in that mermaid bottom. When he, like, pulled his skirt up to do a a dance part, I was dying. Oh, my gosh. Xiao Zhan was, like, clearly living for his Jasmine outfit. Of course, Win Win is Cinderella. I feel like this was Win Win's idea and he was living for it. Yes. Because clearly it was his birthday celebration and then they did the dance practice video. Uh, It was really fun. Like they all, Hendry is Rapunzel. That was a fun video. Yeah. Really fun. Who was, oh, Coon was Snow Snow White. Snow White. Yeah, he was Snow White. Great job, guys. That was really fun. And it's always fun to see something a little different. So that one is, will probably stand out for years to come as really yeah, for memorable. Sure. What are some of your other favorites? I love when BTS did Snow White and the Seven Dorks and Tay yeah. with Snow White. And they were yeah. in these like, the shoes were like big and bulky and funny. They just were so funny. Oh my gosh. And Tay like lost a bet. So he had to be Snow White Snow and White, he, like, yeah. he was all upset about it. Like, that was a good one. Was that oh, to go go? Am I right about that? Yeah, yeah. That was that was go-go. really good. That was oh. a really good one. I love all the BTS ones. Yeah, um, I think because back in the day when I was introduced to K-pop, you know, through BTS, so I was only a BTS fan for a while, and so that was the first one I watched, and mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was so funny and cute that they did it. I mean, they were the first group I watched. The first video wasn't Snow White and the Seven Dorks. It was. Oh my goodness. They were war of hormone. As scary people. War, war of hormone. Yeah. It was Halloween. It was War of Hormone. And I yeah. loved it. I thought, like, I love that song. I'm sorry. That's such a good song. The choreography is so, so good. But Tay, he was the Joker and it was so cute. But you could tell back then what an actor he was. Yeah. He really embodied the spirit of the Joker. And that's the one where. Uh, Yungi was Chucky, Chucky and, yes. just, and he just started walking around with the knife and it was so funny, like stabbing oh, with the God. knife and laughing. Yeah. So I think that might be my favorite, favorite Halloween dance practice video. And then June was a vampire. Speaking of vampires, remember mm-hmm. when Monster X, they were all vampires? Um, I sure do. <laughs> oh. But typical Monster X fashion, they all dressed the same, sexy vampires, and that was for Hero back when they were young, young lads. That was a great, great one. I'm all about a sexy vampire. Like, give me a Twilight vampire. Don't give me an interview with a vampire. That's my differentiation. Uh, uh, No. Oh, my God. Charity, no. I cannot. You guys, I cannot do this anymore. I, I cannot. I cannot. No, seriously, like... 
You cannot say a statement. I'm all about a sexy vampire like Twilight. <laughs> what? But not interview with a vampire. That's scary. That movie gave me nightmares. I slept with the light on for a well, week after I watched it. that's your problem. That's your problem. <laughs> because I'm sorry, but like a sexy vampire is like a legit vampire. No. Not the weird kid that hangs out in trees and has glittery skin. Don't get me started on Twilight. I, oh, no, Charity. No. <laughs> I may have dragged Emily to Gosh. Twilight movies. <laughs> one and it was one of the worst experiences of my life i i'm getting ptsd i'm sorry for raising my voice everyone <sighs> i cannot if you're gonna go sexy vampire the last thing that i would ever think is twilight but for so, me for me it's twilight for charity glittery guys hopping around in trees that's her version of a vampire so all right all right. I digress. That's your opinion. Um, it's a strong disagree with me. Uh, ooh, oh, my cheeks hurt. Yikes. Well, come on. Like, I, I cannot. I no. you need to be a scary, uh, creepy. Because they're never that scary. Like, the vampire character is always sexy. That's his whole vibe. Like, he's Lost sexy. Lost Boys freaked me out. That movie also. Okay. Scary. <laughs> I think you just don't like vampires or anything scary. So <laughs> you can't, we're, we're done with this debate. Like, no, 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 no. I will take interview with a vampire, all of them, please, gladly. Speaking of vampires, though, my boy Chris from Stray Kids. Stray Kids haven't released a dance practice video yet, but they did fan calls in Halloween costumes this week, which I thought was really fun. Mm -hmm. It was probably really exciting to be on the other end of that call and see them dressed up for Halloween. Chris, he was a vampire and he looked fantastic. I was so here for it. He did Chan's room in his costume, which I thought was really cute and fun and playful. So that's going to be my favorite Stray Kids costume, but they were very different. What did you think about the rest of them? My boo was not a sexy vampire. He was Woody from Toy Story. Mm -hmm. And it was very endearing. Uh -huh. But they did something with his hair. It just looked a little yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. They like they like slicked out and like super glued yes. his hair to his head. It was right. It was funny. It was, like, it it was, was funny. I was like, was, oh my God, yeah. you're so cute. I it was cute. I wouldn't say you're a sexy Woody, but you're definitely you've nailed the Woody costume. <laughs> It was cute. It was, yeah, cute. it was cute. Yeah, I thought it was cute. You know, Jehan from NCT, he was Woody, and he he was a sexy Woody. I didn't know that what? existed. That you could be her. this Toy Story character and look like that. But can that boy? Does he do anything where he doesn't look good? I don't think I've ever I seen know. him. I know, not looking so incredibly attractive that I want to die. Like, oof. no, for wow, sure. yeah. He dresses as like, that's kind of like a nerdy, cute, funny character. Nope. Not when he wears it. Watch <laughs> out. Like he it. could be, he could be like the cookie monster and would look like, oh, like a, a supermodel. The sexiest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I love that Hunjin was Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter. You know, like mm -hmm. the white hair. That yeah. was adorable. They had really good costumes. It was fun. Sunbeam was Sherlock Holmes. Like, it, I thought that was a unique way to kind of bring in the Halloween element if they're not going to do the dance video. It was something different, mm -hmm. and I'm sure the fans appreciated it. They've done a dance video, though. Back in the day, they did I Am You. They did a Halloween costume dance practice to that song. 
trying to think of other ones I really loved. NCT did regular. Jaehyun was Jack from Titanic. Jaehyun's coming for me. He is. Well, he was your original bias. I know. And I feel like I've been mentioning him a lot recently. But mm-hmm. no, I'm just remembering if you're listening. How- no. Someone's uh, stepping out. No, just I'm, no uh, I'm just remembering how <laughs> handsome and perfect he is. But well, trust, for today, I wanna, Young, you're safe for today. <laughs> I want to talk about Young later because, uh, yeah, I, trust me, I love him. My loyalty is there. Do you remember when Atiz did, like, they did one where they all had devil ears and little devil horns. It was yes. really cute. Yeah, Subtle, cute. but cute. Yeah, yeah. And TXT did one for cat and dog, which made that sense. They cute, dressed yeah. as cat and dogs. Very cute. There have been a lot of really good ones, and they're just fun to watch. Like yeah, Everglow, Everglow released theirs today. They looked great. I think if I did the Everglow one, I would pick the Harley Quinn costume. It would be Catwoman. You'd be Cat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked their costumes. Speaking of Harley Quinn, Ian from Stray Kids did Harley Quinn, which yeah. I thought was really fun because, like, you don't have that's a traditionally that's female, and he just wore like leather pants instead of the shorts. Yeah, and it was a great costume. I think that's fun to kind of play with that. Everything doesn't have to be so like gender. No. Warm because he looked great. Like that yeah. was really a cool costume. There are no rules. No rules. It's Halloween. Do yeah. what you want. Live it up. Obviously, Wavy's all dressed as princesses and they were yeah. living their best life. Right? <laughs> um, they were living for that. Pentagon did a cool one where they were like all covered with blood and looked like they were, I don't know, they were like visible veins and stuff and their suits were covered with blood today. That was really cool. They, they were looked- all in white. So the blood looked extra, yeah. extra gory. Yeah, it's just a fun way to celebrate the season. I mean, Halloween's, I don't know, kind of a fun time. And maybe like this year because of how this year's gone. I don't know if kids are trick-or-treating. I don't know what's happening. It's just fun to have a reason to celebrate and look forward to something lighthearted. What are you doing for Halloween charity? Well, I got candy in case, you know, some little goblins stop by, but Mm -hmm. we'll see. If not, then I'll be eating the candy. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? And yes, (laughs) I'm going to a house in the country. I'm going to uh, a a spooky Halloween weekend, Mm -hmm. going with some people to a cabin in the country. So if this could be the last recording, I I don't know. That's how all the scary movies start, the ones that I saw when I was younger, which is why I don't like scary movies. I know, and I don't know if I'm going to have good cell reception. It's it. This could be... The plot thickens, Emily. The plot thickens. The plot thickens, everyone. Um, <laughs> we don't have a podcast next week. That's what happened. Charity, you're going to have to come on here alone and tell everyone. No, it was a bad new. idea. Yeah. Uh, it actually does. Funny. Now that I'm thinking about it, this does sound like I'm setting myself up for a horror movie. I'm like, you I'm going to go with a group of friends. To right. <laughs> to it's not good cell reception. <laughs> We're just going to have fun, play some drinking games. Like, oh, well, time to die. <laughs> Yikes. So that's what I'm doing. I hope you all have an excellent uh, Halloween weekend. And it wouldn't be a New York City K-pop Queens podcast without a quiz. It's quiz yes. time, Charity. I'm sure all of you listening were like, where's the quiz? Never fear. Don't. Yeah. It's always going to be there. We thought it would be fun to do a K-pop Halloween quiz. So this week's quiz is called Your K-Pop Biases Will Reveal What You Should Dress Up As for Halloween. And as always, we'll post the link under the description. Please take it with us. We love, 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 love to see who you guys get. 
what your results are and kind of compare them. It's really fun. So follow us on Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. Take this quiz with us. So the whole thing is you just say who your biases are for a bunch of different groups and they'll tell you what your Halloween costume should be. So I think for the sake of time, we're not going to read out the members in every single group because Mm -hmm. that'll take a long time. And most of you listening already know, I don't think hearing a random name helps you choose. So that's just, I just want to put that out there. We're just going to kind of say who they are and give you the results. But all of the members are listed on the BuzzFeed quiz if you decide to take it at home. Without further ado, Charity... Question number one, who is your exo bias? Kai, I know who yours is, Emily. My ultimate bias, love of my life, Bacon. <laughs> who is your BTS bias? The? I am going to pick Namjoon, also known as RM. Yes, I said V because that's how it's listed here. We all know when I refer to Tay, that's uh, V's his mm-hmm. stage name. Who is your red velvet bias? Irene. Me too. Love you, Irene. Twinsies. <laughs> Who is your twice bias? Sana. I obviously will be picking Nyon. Okay. Who is your stray kids bias? Chingbin. And mine's Bang Chan. Who is your NCT 127 bias? Taeyong. Today it's Taeyong. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> I only hesitated because I was just looking at something. It's definitely Taeyang. I love him so much. (laughs) Obviously, I picked Johnny. Okay. (laughs) Who is your NCT dream bias? Haitian. And mine is Jamin. Who is your Monster X bias? Oh, hang on. Shonu, alt status. Yes. (laughs) We talked about them tonight. Who is your tease bias? Sun. Mine's Wu Young. And lastly, who is your girls' generation bias? I wasn't sure. So I just went with the member I'm most familiar with because she dated somebody and because she's <laughs> done a lot of, I'm not jealous, but I am. And she's done like a lot of solo work. I actually dig. I'm going to say Taeyeon. I pick Yuna. Oh, huh. Wait, um, wait, what did you get? What did you get? Results time, everyone. <laughs> I got a clown charity. A clown. <laughs> I got a Disney princess. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> These results are actually super perfect. Um, uh. <laughs> and it's perfect because we always say you're high baited, so you're a princess. Yes. And I'm the comedian. I'm the, I'm, I'm the clown for sure. But here's why I'm upset. I freaking hate clowns so much. I hate them so, so you're much. Creepy. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Like I really, really, really hate clowns. So I'm not going to go as a clown. Buzzfeed, I, I, whatever. I'll just go as myself. Like, if, if you're trying to say it's because you're funny, then just be like, you're a comedian. Yeah. Like, walk around uh, with like a microphone and say you're Amy Schumer or somebody, yeah, like Jerry exactly. Seinfeld. Yeah. Don't, don't tell me to dress up as a clown. That's so mean. Oh, no, clowns are not my favorite either. Sorry. No, they're gross. I hate them. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad. I'm right curious. Now what the other options are. So everyone, when you take it, let us know what you get. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Me too. Yes. We're going to post this. Everyone let us know what you got because I agree. I'm like, okay, who, what are the other options? What if it's only like a clown? It's just a clown and a Disney Disney character. Yeah. You're one or the other. Disney character. Yeah. I have a question. When you were growing up, were you more kind of cute, sweet costumes or were you like dark and scary? 
I was obviously cute for sure. Yeah. yeah, that was I a mean, rhetorical even, question. Yeah. <laughs> even I when I was, it as I asked, even when I was a witch, I was like a cute witch. Even if the one time I had like green face makeup, I was not scary in any way whatsoever. Oh god. <laughs> yes. Oh god. Yeah. Now I, I was guess never. Emily was creepy. For sure. Not even creepy, but like I just trust. There's not one picture of me dressed as a princess. Like I was always. I don't know. It's always just like weird, random things. I, I was a vampire. I was like a pair of dice with my best friend. I remember oh, that's that funny. costume. That's good. I was a jester. Like I was always just kind of whatever. In adulthood, I've been, I don't know, more. Uh, Grown up outfit? Maybe? Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, how do I put this delicately? Like the more, definitely more naughty than sweet. No, yes, yeah, exactly. As we yeah yeah grown up yes. I think we I think we've both done that we've spent quite a few Halloweens together we've had uh, a lot of good times on Halloween it's <laughs> <laughs> a fun time for the York City uh, K-pop queens if you want to have a good time queendom hang out with us on Halloween <laughs> it's it, you're gonna have a story for sure for sure like yeah. I can't stop me we'll be playing in your head all night <laughs> yes oh funny I wonder, Queendom, we're going to do a poll. Like, are you more scary and sweet or are you more dark and naughty? I want to know, like, the breakdown of our mm -hmm. listeners. I have a feeling I'll lose per usual. I feel like every every poll we do, I'm always like, yeah. And then I look at those stats and everyone always goes with charity. I'm alone over here with, like, 12%. Like, cool. They just – we have the same fashion taste. That's all. <laughs> Well, that's that's a scary. Speaking of scary, <laughs> that oh. can't be. I, I have more faith in the queendom. Than that. <laughs> so uh. let's move on. Fun to talk about Halloween, but let's get back to some K-pop news before we get out of here tonight. So something I really want to talk about because I think this is a crazy development. Lee Subin, the head of SM Entertainment, one of our favorite labels, we talk about it all the time. They announced a new girl group this week and he did a press conference for it and it's going to be four girls, four trainees, and then four virtual reality computerized. I don't know if they're going to be robots or just hologram members. What do you think about that? I am not here for this Yeah, for a plethora of reasons. One being, I don't feel it's authentic. I feel like what would be the difference in watching a hologram on TV versus seeing them in concert? I mean, they yeah. would sound the same because it's not, it's not a real voice. It's fake. And there's no, there's not going to be any warmth to it for one. Secondly, it's just a little creepy. I just, I don't like this whole, it, it just, ha I don't know. I just, yeah, little, no, I'm it, not. I, I think you bring up a really good point. Like, Going to a concert. I don't know if I pay to go to a concert to watch no. a hologram. Yeah. That feels bizarre. But I'm wondering if this technology, a bigger picture, I'm obviously not super excited for this group. I think it's going it, to, it'll be interesting to see the real life members interacting with the virtual members. Yeah. I do think it's an interesting concept. And I will say from a business perspective, I completely understand it. You don't have to train these people for years. They yeah. don't have to eat. They don't have to sleep. They don't have opinions. They, they like, don't get any money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I understand it. I understand it. But I think the bigger picture is a little scary. Like 
He said before, and this has been mentioned numerous times now, that there's going to be something in the SM building that's like a boutique hotel and you can have real life experiences with your favorite idols. What? Like like an AI version of them. That's creepy. Is this Westworld? That that's HBO what I was show? thinking. It's, it's Westworld. Like I, yeah. I No. We got to draw a line. Yes. There's something about where this could go that I don't like. I don't like it. And you know they don't have anything in their contracts. The idols can't fight this. But to have – he mentioned somewhere he has or he's creating AI versions of all of his artists. How about we take those AI versions and just send them to enlistment and leave our artists to do <laughs> touring? How about that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually so here for that idea. Right? 100%. Agreed. Let's – yeah. Let's no, I, send – let's make sure you get – you have this up and ready so when show news ready for enlistment, we send his AI version – and he can stay here with us. Preferably be me, but you know, details. Goodness, but bacon's on that label. Maybe they Yeah, could... bacon too. Exactly. <sighs> See, Emily? Johnny. I just got so dark. I just got so dark, Charity, because like bacon and show are the same age. Like bacon's yeah. gonna have to go next year. And seeing all these XO pictures, how they send each other off, it's very cute. It's very emotional. That's gonna be probably the worst day. Like I'm yeah. I know. We will be I a mess. Know. Guys, oh, check on God. us because we will not be okay. <laughs> Get ready for tears on the podcast. <laughs> you you all know, you've heard me like cry over Wadho song and like other yeah. stuff that's, oh, this is going to be a rough time. Oof. Okay. Sorry, everyone. I just brought Starship. the Starship, make sure you talk to SM. You get the AI over there. Take care of my boy. Then you send it over to Big Hit. Take care of Jen. Just send it all around. Just, just yeah, do that. Let's yeah, just let's keep just, our idols here. You can yeah. do the, the virtual reality hologram. I don't know. Like the thing that I saw in the story, they didn't look like total, you know, they, they look like holograms. Fake. Yeah, it looks But fake. I wonder, we're not that far away though from robots that look real. So this is a slippery slope. I think it's very interesting. As a mm-hmm. fan, I'm not here for it. I'll always yeah. want the human element. But yeah. The, with the way technology works, they can create independent robots with like interesting voices and personalities and everything else that we love in idols. So it's an interesting experiment. We'll see how it works. Mm-hmm. Don't think I'm going to be standing them, but who knows? They could debut and they, who knows? We'll yeah. see. <laughs> we'll TBD. See. TBD. To be determined. He also mentioned though, in that press conference, this made me a lot more excited that he would love to have an NCT concert with all 23 members by the end of the year, a virtual concert. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine all of it? Please, please do it. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm still so excited about their comeback. And I want to just say something very quickly about to get on a soapbox, but I just want to say Taeyong best leader. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of you listening know what that means. Taeyong is so talented. He's Obviously, he's in all these groups. He's the leader of the whole NCT universe. He's a really dynamic performer and a ridiculously handsome man who gets so much unnecessary hate. There's always a campaign, rumors, a lot of malicious stuff around him. And it frustrates me so much because he's like, when you watch him, there's really nothing to dislike. Mm -hmm. And I thought this week there were a couple behind the scenes moments that struck me about how sweet he is. When they did the behind the scenes of the Misfit video, every chance he got, he kept going, look at Sun Chan over there. He's so cool. And asking him, hey, how's it going for you? He was so friendly to the new guy on set and made sure to include him. 
And, and, and that's like what a leader should do, obviously. Yeah. But it was just very noticeable how he was kind of taking care of him and complimenting him. And then a couple of days later, when they were backstage to perform Make a Wish on Inky Gayo, he was so sweet with Shitaro. He was so sweet. He took Shitaro's microphone and was like, here, let me fix this for you. So he fixed Shitaro's microphone to make it easier for him. He was speaking Japanese to him. Yeah. He's so, so sweet. And every time he notices that Shitaro's kind of by himself, he calls him over and he puts his arm around him and he talks to him and tells him he's doing a great job. He's such a leader and he's such a positive role model. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, especially if you're backstage or in these high pressure environments, some people don't notice who's around them because they're kind of in their own head or worried about themselves or just thinking about something else. You need people in life to be nice to the new person, to invite them over, to say, how's it going for you? You're doing a great job. I think that's a really important, small act of kindness that gets overlooked. And I, it makes me feel happy to see people still do that today. And especially idols like Young, So sweet. That's how we became friends. Because yeah. you, you reached, you, like, I was new at work and you were like, hey, let's be friends. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> I, I made you be my friend. I'm like, we're yeah. going to socialize. <laughs> I, Charity had just moved to New York from LA and she's very quiet. And I just always, I just would always walk into your office and be like, hey, what did you do last night? And start talking. Uh, and then I just invited you out every week. Yeah, I'd say yeah. my friends and I are going to karaoke. Do you want to come? Or do you want to do this? And she always said no. And then finally one day I'm like, I'm going to brunch. I figured that was more your speed. And you're like, I'm in. And that was it. Because I'm nervous around a bunch of people I don't know. But like one-on-one, I'm great. But a bunch of people intimidating. It definitely can be. And, you know, I think – thank you for saying that. That makes me happy to hear that because – I always want to be that person. I moved when I was in high school. I moved to a different state. I actually lived in Kansas, and it was so, so difficult, the anxiety of being the new kid and sitting by yourself at lunch. So I know what it feels like to be the kid by themselves that no one's talking to. And I just – that's such a lonely, like, oh, feeling. I never want anyone to feel that way. So if I'm in the room, I'm always going to call you ever and hang out. Everyone listening – if you ever have the opportunity to do that, do it. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't have to be best friends with the person, but you're changing kind of the trajectory of their entire experience. Yeah. But you and might it means be the world. And and that's it. You never know. You could end up really clicking with this person. Just be nice and include the new guys, include the new girls. And to see Young doing that, it just warmed my heart so much how genuine and sweet and caring he is to the new members. So huge shout out to him. Xiao Jun also did that. I loved the part. So Xiao Jun is from Weibi. He speaks Chinese. That's his first language. Shitaro, new kid in NCT, he's Japanese. So Japanese, Chinese, Korean is the second language for both of them. And Shitaro asked him, like, are you nervous when you speak Korean? And Xiao Jun said, oh, yeah, I get so nervous. I'm still really nervous. Uh, yeah, he was so sweet about it. And Jotaro was, you know, saying, yeah, me too. And Xiao Jun's like, you're better than me. You're way better than me already. Uh-huh. It's just really cute. Like, And he's like, you're so nice. And Jotaro looked at the camera and was like, he's so nice to me. I was like, oh, I love those NCT boys. They're so genuinely sweet. It's just nice to see. These K-pop idols are good role models. They are. And I'm ha- I was happy to see that. Yeah, good examples. And no matter where you are in life or how old you are, it's always kind of a nice reminder, like to be nice, to be kind to people and build up people around you. So 
Thank you for that reminder, NCT. We love you. And I hope you do a concert. Ooh. Yes, please. Gosh. Yes, please. We want to see that. So that was fun news. The OGs Super Junior announced a comeback. It's going to be like their first new album in almost a year. Wow. I believe it's coming out in December. So that's going to be massive in the K-pop world. Can't wait to review it. You know we will. Um, Blackpink. Congrats to our girls, Blackpink. I'm still listening to that album, by the way. I Me too. Love it. Love it. We give them crap because it was only eight songs, but uh, it's great. <laughs> I love it. I'm so like proud to be a passionate Blink. Me too. Took us a while to get there. We were casual fans, but now it's full on standing. <laughs> so these girls became the first Korean girl group to sell a million copies of an album. Amazing. The album sold 1.2 million copies. Around 871,000 of those were in Korea and 319,000 were international. So it shows how huge they are in Korea. To sell a million copies in this day and age, no matter what genre, no matter boy group, girl group, solo artist, that's impressive. That's a really tough feat. And K-pop's had a few million sellers this year. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously BTS, NCT. Really, really, really cool. Congratulations to the women of Blackpink. Very cool. Is that it for the news this week? I think so. I think that's it. There's always more news, but, you know, we take it in as it comes. So by the time this is released, I'm sure there'll be 10 more things that were announced. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's the, we're a weekly podcast, unfortunately. We can't do daily, but we'll catch you up on anything we missed next week. Before we go, Charity, we have to do our song of the week. Song of the week. And... This week, obviously, it's Halloween. It's the Halloween episode. So we're doing K-pop songs that have a Halloween theme. It can be the title. It can be the music video. Just the whole vibe was Halloween. So Charity, what is your Halloween K-pop song of the week? BTS, intro, Boy Meets Evil. <gasps> wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I never even thought about that. That's such a good choice. Technically, it's Hobie and JK. But it's still so good. And it has like all the elements of Halloween stuff in the lyrics. Please do listen. So technically, this part is just JK singing, but Hobie's on the beginning. And do it is such a good song. I do highly recommend. That's like recommend. a deep cut. Yeah, that was like an intro during the Wings comeback, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. I like it. Thank you. What is yours? Mine, this was hard for me to pick. There were a lot. I thought about Devil by CLC, our mm. Monster XO. That's one of my favorite songs. But I picked this song because I love this group. I don't think they get enough love. We were going to review them. We ran a poll and the Queendom picked card over this group that week. So ACE, my song is Goblin, Favorite Boys. I love this song. I love this group. The whole vibe. Goblins are definitely Halloween, right? They are, yeah. Yeah, scary goblins. So yeah, let's like listen to a clip so you guys can hear my song of the week. Now what I wanna do back, hit me. Now what I wanna do back, hit me. 
very Halloween-y. Right? Yes. It's just a cool song. Yeah. ACE, they deserve, like I said, they deserve a lot of love. Listen to them if you haven't, everyone. That was their most recent single from their recent comeback. So good. The music video is crazy. And they're really, really good at cover songs. That's how I got into them. Someone on my Twitter timeline posted a cover. And wow, can they sing. They're really super, super, super talented. So shout out to them. Showing them some love this week. With that, I think episode 23 is in the books, Charity. Do we have anything else we need to tackle? Are we going to just get ready for that Monster X comeback and everything next week? We are getting ready for Monster X. (laughs) And we're going to be eating a lot of Halloween candy. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. So happy Halloween, Queendom. We love you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here every week. Broken record time for Emily, but... We really do appreciate We uh, I say it every week, but like, we're just so, so grateful to be doing this. K-pop makes our lives better and mm-hmm. hopefully it makes your life better too. And for us to be welcomed into your home, into your life for a couple hours every week, it means the world to us. So please follow us on social media, NYC K-pop Queens. Give us a shout out. Say hi. We love you. We want to be friends. We want to communicate and have a conversation. Let us know if there's someone you want us to cover. Let us know if you agreed, disagreed, if you think that's a horrible take and the song is amazing or you hated this album and you don't know what we were talking about. We're here for conversation. Let us know. We live for that stuff and we live for K-pop. Thank you all for listening. We will be back here next week, Thursday night. Again, apologies for the late episode this week. Our technical difficulties were insane, but we promise we'll get it all taken care of and make sure we give you a fresh episode next Thursday night. So happy Halloween. Stay safe. Have fun. Enjoy the weekend. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye.